You're listening to A Slice of Therapy with me, Alan Parry. So the other week, I fixed my dishwasher. Now, I've been telling everybody this because I'm not the handiest person. So the idea that me, that I would fix my dishwasher myself, is kind of a news story, really, to those who know me. Because it's not something I would typically do. And yet I did. I fixed my dishwasher. I took the side off it and I found the problem. The problem was a blocked pipe. And... I cleared the blocked pipe and lo and behold, I put it all back together, tested it out and my dishwasher works again when it didn't work before. Now, I'm not telling you this to boast that I've fixed my dishwasher, although I am a little bit because it's not something I would normally do. So, you know, I did fix my dishwasher. (laughs) But the real reason I'm telling you this is because This is how we often deal with problems, isn't it? We'll find out what's the cause of the problem and we will kind of clear the tube as I did on my dishwasher and then we solve it. And this is how mechanical things tend to work. It's not working. You find what's getting in the way of it it working. You fix it at the source, you fix the problem and then it works again. And this is a good thing, obviously, that we've got this model for fixing mechanical problems. The issue is sometimes it doesn't work so well when we transfer over to life, to human beings. Human beings are much more complicated than mechanical things. We're not robots where it's just a particular part that we need to identify. or that part's gone a bit rusty, let's replace it and everything's okay. And so in terms of our lives, the mechanical model of where you look for the cause of the problem and then fix it doesn't always work out quite so well for a number of reasons. Sometimes it's really difficult to locate what the cause of the problem is. I mean, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's fairly obvious, in which case that mechanical model can be helpful. But a lot of the time, the idea that the solution and the problem are related can actually get in the way. You see, the solution is what we want. And the problem is the thing that's kind of blocking our path, if you like. And so with the mechanical world, the problem and the solution tend to be related. The problem is that My dishwasher pipe was blocked. The solution is unblock the pipe. And hey presto, it all works again. But in life and with humans, the idea that the problem and the solution have to be related in the same way, while it can sometimes be true as well, of course, it's a more limited way of looking at the issue because very often the solution doesn't have anything to do with the problem at all. The thing that we want and the thing that's blocking us can be two different things. So let's take an example. Let's say you've got somebody in the music industry. Let's say 
they write songs and they want them to release an album. But the problem is that they can't get a record executive to give them a recording contract. So that's the problem. So the solution is that they have to persuade a record executive to give them a recording contract. But in actual fact, that's not true, is it? Because lots of people are releasing records under their own steam. Lots of independent artists have even set up their own record label and they publish their own music and get it out there and even build a fan base, whether the record executive gives them a recording contract or not. And so you can see in that situation there that the problem and the solution are not related. If the problem is that the executive won't give them a record deal, the solution is not to persuade the executive to give them a record deal. I mean, it can work that way. You could persuade them. But there's a lot of other options there, as we've just seen. And so if we only apply the mechanical model even if it does turn out to be useful sometimes, there's a whole array of potential paths to solutions to getting what you want, which are just overlooked. So let me give you another example. Let's say that I'm on the way to the theatre. And I'm on the way to the theatre because, I don't know, my favourite actor is performing in my favourite play. And I'm desperate to see it. And let's say I've, uh, I've had to really work hard to get tickets for it because they're like gold dust. And there I am driving to the theatre. And I'm in perfect time, but then lo and behold, the car breaks down as cars I sometimes want to do. Now, given that the problem is that the car has broken down, then... Applying the mechanical model, I'm going to have to open up the bonnet and, and fix the thing in order to get to the theatre on time. But the thing is, if, if what I'm really wanting is to get to the theatre on time, given that I know very little about cars, and given that calling out a breakdown service is probably going to leave me waiting in the street for a couple of hours until they show up, I'm not actually going to get to the theatre on time if I just apply the mechanical model and try and fix the car. My problem is that the car's broken down, but my solution is to get to the theatre in a different way. Maybe hail a cab or jump on a train or a bus or call a friend to give me a lift. Anything other than trying to fix the car is much more likely to have me sat in the seat watching my favourite actor in my favourite play. And so again, you can see there that applying the mechanical model actually rules out a whole host of solutions. So here's a trick in which to escape the mechanical model of problem solving. And the trick is that when you're in a, a place like that, you know, where you're facing some sort of barrier, you're facing a problem. Ask yourself, what is it that I want instead of this? Because that's a very clarifying question. What is it that I want instead of this? Because as I'm at the roadside, 
and the clock is ticking towards the start of this play that I've been desperate to go and see and really looking forward to. The thing that I want instead is, is not necessarily for the car to be fixed, although I want that eventually. What I really want, and the reason why I want the car to be fixed, is I want to be sat in my seat by 8 o'clock when the curtain raises and the play begins. That's what I really want. My problem is I'm stuck at the roadside, but what do you really want instead? It means I'm sat in my seat. And so once I actually know what it is that I want instead, and that's been clarified for me. And once I understand as well that the solution and the problem are not necessarily related at all, I could just hail a cab and I would be sat there. And yeah, I'm going to have to sort my car out at 10 o'clock once the play is finished. But in that moment, my real goal is to be sat in my theatre seat as the curtain raises. And so it's a good question. What is it that I actually want instead? What is it that I really want instead? Because it opens up different pathways to different solutions that you might not have thought of before. Once you free yourself from the idea that the mechanical model has to apply in life in the way that it does with dishwashers, you open up a whole array of potential new ways to get whatever it is that you want. And so if you like this idea, then please share the podcast so other people can benefit from it as well. You can subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you could work with me directly one-to-one. I'm Alan Parry, and you'll find out more at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. So thanks for listening, and I'll be back again tomorrow with another one.